We are live, JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, so this thing is not actually going to actually just play this way. I can't. My my headphones aren't working. I can't hear. We are live, JW Megawag Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And today, you're in for a special trailblazing treat. We got two of uh, St. Mary's regulars here. We got Jinx and the Chosen One telling some campfire stories. We're going to be playing some local artists, giving away a uh, free box of candies here at 420 and uh, some Tiki Desk concerts. But uh, here, wow, it's actually great to have somebody in the studio, to have some real-life humans in the studio. So <laughs> this backpacking trip is something that uh, I feel like you couldn't make it up if you tried. <laughs> so I, I don't yep. know, yeah, so. No, definitely not. Everyone listening in now, we have Jinx and uh, Chosen One, uh, two regulars here at St. Mary's. And um, yeah, I know we're going to start the, uh, what is it, the journey the backpacking journey and how this idea even came up. Well, uh, you know, this is something we'd actually been talking about for like over a year. Um, you know, it's kind of like originally there was like a different idea for a trip. And then we were like, hey, you know, it would be really interesting to, to do the PCT or you know Pacific Crest Trail from from like Tahoe all the way down to Yosemite. And uh, yeah, so at one point, you know, Jinx and I, we've you know we've done a couple trips together, and and we just wanted to get out, yeah, on the trail, outdoors, detox, urban <laughs> detox, uh, yeah. what COVID detox. I think like, people out there could relate to that. I I think everyone understands that. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. um, you know, one day we were talking, and and you know, Jinx was just like, "I need to do something, and it needs to be like at least a couple weeks long." Yeah, finishing a a tough work project, and then go soak in the woods for a couple of weeks <laughs> that's that was the goal so that's the setup for the trip yeah so anyone everyone out there listening now we're talking about a, a big deal backpacking trip uh we're talking <laughs> south lake tahoe to yosemite 150 miles 
150 mile back 30,000 feet of elevation just to get away from whatever is happening just to <laughs> escape whatever's happening um, definitely what a trip to plan too and um uh, and you know this is the first time either one of us had done anything like this and you know to try to plan something like this in the middle of a pandemic where it's just like <laughs> hey any number of things go wrong oh and by the way all the forests are going to be on fire by the time you get there. Like, Which we did not, uh, we did not anticipate that. No, we did not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things to things to look into in the future. Yeah, so you guys, uh, um, you guys planned this trip. It was uh, a probably pretty well thought out process, and you guys drove up to Lake Tahoe to start your journey. Right. And, and um, yeah. And we had to figure out uh, a way to get back. Yeah. <laughs> so we rented a car, <laughs> dropped it off uh, in, because you can get a car here, obviously, and drop it off in South Lake Tahoe, take a little ride over to the trailhead. That's how we got out there. We had to figure out how to get back from Yosemite. But, um, you know, the uh, even just the ride to the trailhead in itself <laughs> was, was enough of a story. Like, uh, Right. We um, So we dropped the car off at this car rental place in South Lake Tahoe and, you know, Jinx is going to drop the keys off. You know, first, like some guy comes up to me and he's, you know, he's got his pack on. He's just like, Hey man, I'm trying to figure out how to get permits for the Tahoe rim trail. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, man, I know it was hard. Like, I mean, there was all of this, like, you know, the website was broken, you know, for that area. The only way I got our permits for it. And, you know, there was this whole long thing. One of my friends is telling me like, no, you have to look at every single wilderness area, get a permit from each one of them. I'm like, man, this is a lot of bullshit. But turned out that like all I had to do was just email the uh, the ranger station in Tahoe, and unfortunately there was a guy who you know called me up and, and was very nice and, and figured it out. So I'm telling this guy like, hey, yeah, you, you just gotta you gotta find a way to contact them. They're really cool. You can get you can get this permit. Um, so we talked to him for a little bit, and then suddenly this Uber shows up that we call, and it's like a half hour Uber ride. Mm-hmm. With someone who clearly needed a therapist, and we stood in for, you know, stood in as therapist that day. Piled in in masks and listened to some uh, wicked stories. Oh, my God. Like, wow. I mean, I, I'm not sure whether these stories are, are audience safe or not, but, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it ran the, uh, let's just say it ran the, the gamut of, uh, you know. Bad boyfriends. Bad boyfriends. Uh, who were potential pedophiles. Pedophile boyfriends. Um, let's see. There was, oh, schizophrenics. Talking about schizophrenics who, um, you know, who almost murdered their friend. And then uh, then talking about how she was a big fan of guns. Murder and guns. This is the person that drove you? That's the yes. person that drove us to the trailhead. So our, our, our heads were full of these stories as we launched. Wow. And, I mean, again, this is a half-hour ride with this person telling us, like, all of their worst life stories. And, you know, I, like, we were both trying to be good sports <laughs> about it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of palpable that both of us were just like, please let this ride end, like, any moment now. A couple hours into the, uh, to the hike, I think you, you said, uh, Chosen said to me, so are we going to, like, is anyone going to bring up that car ride? <laughs> Are we going to have a talk about that? Which we did. Yeah, That was even like before you guys got on the trail. So this yeah, is before. That's so right. you, I mean, I'm just thinking just for, for you both. And you're thinking about you want to escape 
this pandemic mm-hmm. and go on a two-week um, backpacking packing trip. And before you even started, this Uber driver that gave you a ride to the site is telling you these horrifying stories. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. before it even started. At this point, the, the fires even happened yet? No. They no. weren't even happening. We I mean, well, we didn't think about fire at all. We were still thinking fresh air. Let's go yeah. out and uh, – Let's I mean, hike, you know. Let's 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 get into the sun and the the mountains and the mountain but lakes. I mean, if and I mean, like, yeah, absolutely. That's where her, our minds were. But I mean, if memory serves me correctly, like I know that that weekend before we left, like you know, that's when some lightning strikes had happened. There had been some fires, but I don't like. Oh, don't fires had started. That's right. I mean, there was lightning, significant yeah. lightning over San Francisco. But which yeah, but it was this side of the state, not that side. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, there were some fires in the Santa Cruz Mountains at, you know, that started from that. And uh, I don't think we knew about anything over on the other side or the Nevada side, I know which I didn't, yeah. is what we would eventually encounter. Yeah. So you guys, you guys get to the site and then you start your your backpacking trip. And so then you guys, you know, post up somewhere. You guys have, I'm guessing, a tent or whatever. So we each have tents, you know, we have like full backpacks with bear canisters full of uh, freeze-dried food, snacks, stuff you can take for a week-long trip, and then you refuel a weekend. This was a two-week total trip, um, and then uh, then you take off for the second week with full of a week's amount of food and, you know, a little booze, a little, uh, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, a little hooch, a little whatever. But it was it was definitely though like I have to say because you know I I've never planned anything like this before and, and it was definitely weighing on my mind though it's like you know make sure you have the resupply all figured out and make sure that it gets there in time and then I was hearing horror stories about like you know I call up the place do it like you know do the resupply and they're like oh just to warn you there was a guy who didn't get his medication in time because like. UPS decided to give, you know, their package to the post office, and it took them three weeks to show up. And so I was just like, I'm, like, freaking out about, like, making sure every last detail is there because, again, never done anything <laughs> like this before. But. Yeah, so I just, uh, so, so you guys, you camp out your first day there. Um, so did you guys, I'm sure you guys had some campfire stories, huh? Before the fire started? Well, there weren't a lot of campfires there, unfortunately. It was kind of banned. Yeah, literally, there were no campfires. But uh, at one night, we, we, we did have a real fire when we were by one of the lakes. But, uh, yeah, fires at that elevation are, are banned. Um, the first night, though, we are sitting around the not campfire. And uh, we're looking down. You know, we have a nice view still of Lake Tahoe. I mean, you can still see it down the valley and so forth. Um, and one of the guys, uh, there was another hiker, co- uh, site over, comes over and says, uh, hey, uh, is that smoke down there? And we look <laughs> down, we, we look down the, the valley and we're kind of like, eh, it looks hazy, but I don't smell anything, you know? I mean, I think that in our minds, like, cause we had talked, like we had seen this haze kind of coming yeah, towards us. Yeah, we saw the haze, but it was kind of like, I, I mean, I know, we live in warm. San Francisco. I think both of us were thinking, oh, that must be fog. Yeah, it's like, uh, something that's, I don't know, heat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so then about two minutes later, we could smell it. It was like burning wood. <laughs> Oh wow! I mean, literally, like, a trigger, huh? like from where we were sitting, you can't smell it. I, th- I think I walked up like ten feet away from where we were sitting just to like you know, 
think that I could, you know, get a better look from 10 feet away. And it just like in that short distance, it was like, oh, no, that is definitely wildfire smoke. Yeah. Smoke floating down. And then the next question is, where is that coming from? Is it nearby? Is something burning? Do we have to get off the trail on the first night after the first night? We're about to like. Yeah. And that's and that's when everything kind of, you know, starts feeling real is like, I mean, we we had like we hadn't even thought about i don't think you know we we had thought about the idea of you know maybe we have to jump off trail because like you know if someone gets sick or something because you know with everything's going on that's obviously always a concern but i don't think either one of us had been thinking about like we might have to cut this short because what's our escape route in case of fire you know like like we we're still two weeks out from uh the pickup yeah (laughs) and you know fortunately from that one spot, we were actually able to, like, we still had cell phone service. Um, it was, like, the only place I had it for the entire trip until, like, except for Kennedy Meadows. But, um, like, fortunately, we were able to look it up and realize, oh, hey, the fire map, you know, this is this is coming from, you know, North Reno. This is nowhere near us. There's no fires between us and Yosemite right now. We should be fine. Should be. We just got to get moving. Yeah, so everyone listening in, so they're starting their first day of a two-week backpacking trip, and the smoke is coming pouring in from behind them. Arguably one of the biggest fires of the decade, just creeping up from behind you on the longest, you know, journey, two-week packing trip of your life, essentially. I mean, like, really. And I just, I can't imagine what's going through your head because you've planned this trip to get away from whatever's happening mm-hmm. and so you go there and then it really gets it gets lit like quite <laughs> literally <laughs> and so you're you you're on this two-week backpacking trip you can't even do a fire can you no you can't even do a uh so you're, you're so the, the conditions are yeah bad for fire so you guys are you you both are just we got Jinx and Chosen One, just for anyone just tuning in right now. You're sitting back at a campsite with no campfire on a first day of a two-week backpacking trip. And the smoke rolls in. Which, yeah. by the way, did fill that little bit of, like, like you know, well, we might not be able to have a campfire, but at least we get the smell, you know. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think, you know... I just, I can't imagine, I mean, just no, I mean, you said the service is spotty, you're out in the middle, you're in Timbuktu, and you're just a day or two into, I mean, you're not even like 5% like into this trip. But the the good thing was that we, because of the cell reception there that we still had, we were able to look it up and figure out what was going on Um, and and which direction it was coming from and that we weren't heading into it or that it was far enough away that, you know, there wasn't, like, a wall of fire nearby. And also, um, I don't know if you remember this, but on the drive out to South Lake Tahoe, I did manage to look up from the Pacific Crest Trail Association their recommendations on what to do in case of wildfires, and I took screenshots of all of, you know, their advice on it. Of course, I never actually read it, but it was there. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, who actually reads those advice? Who, I mean, who's planning on you know? 
I mean, the the sky's like turning like a like an orangeish red, like from the biggest blaze of the. Oh man! And I mean, that's the thing, though. Always like that—that's what makes this stuff interesting. And I mean, just life interesting in general is that like it doesn't matter how much you prepare for stuff. There's always going to be a curveball, and there's always something unexpected, you know. which is what we got. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So we have a, um, a call in. Uh, Gaz is going to be calling in here at four twenty, and so you guys are sitting at the Yosemite, and you know, in the meantime, or what's happening is there's somebody on a mission to pick you guys up so they're they're booking uh, a campsite um during this time when you when you guys are like realize that you started your trip and you're being chased by uh blaze mm-hmm. basically right i mean yeah so so we had definitely um like the first leg of the trip we had you know like kind of outrun it like, you know, we decided that we wanted to be a little bit faster than the smoke and then, you know, realized that we wanted to, you know, then then we heard from another hiker, like, hey, there might be fires at Yosemite. And we get to Kennedy Meadows, the place we're doing the resupply and taking a couple of days off. And, you know, we look it up. Oh, hey, and, you know, I'm thinking that, like, I've got to, you know, call call you up and be like, hey, man, <laughs> what do we do? Like, I'm going to need you to, like keep looking up every single day like what yeah. the Yosemite fires are at like you know are yeah. we going to be fine cuz you know it turned out the second the second week of that trip there was nowhere to just jump off trail like there yeah. were no roads there were, like it was like nothing yeah. between Kennedy Meadows and Yosemite I to can just imagine. Leave. so you're in the Yosemite so we're going to do some time travel or we're going to do some teleporting right now from the Yosemite to uh, the bay area <laughs> where this uh, mm. this back where it's being Everything is being planned for the pickup. Um, we're going to be bl- blaring uh, a local um, here, uh, Andy McFood, uh, and his band called Bud right. Problems. This this song is called "We Drink Trees," and we were going to be um, let's do it. We're going to be taking a call, guys, after this.
<laughs> that music video is hilarious. We got a special calling guest here. We got a uh, somebody from a local band here, Neil Nyberg and Alexa. Um, and so we have uh, the two trailblazers here, um, Jinx and uh, Chosen One. And uh, I know when you guys had... We what's hey, what's, what's going on? We drink in trees too. <laughs> that song was called "Drink." We drink in trees. Wow. Andy McFood is. Mm -hmm. I feel it kind of goes with the whole Yosemite thing. I love that thing. tune. Yeah. yeah. So we just actually teleported back because we're in the middle of um, telling the story, and we teleported back to the Bay Area when you guys were booking that campsite. And by the way, um, you guys just won a box of candies from Seas Candies, uh, and. Um, yeah. And uh, Jinx, the chosen one, and myself, the candy man, would like to take you out to a vegetarian or um, meal sometime soon. Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 As long as I don't have to eat vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Vegan steak? <laughs> Some vegetable fajitas. Yeah, yeah so I wanted to, because I, I was just, we're talking about it, and just like for them, you know, just you're starting this two week backpacking trip and all of a sudden this blaze just like starts and you're basically like running from it and so we're back here in the bay area and, and you guys are booking this site and just how do you uh, yeah i um i mean when it gotten evacuated i mean what it, who's planning on this actually happening <laughs> and happy 420 to everyone out there by the way happy 420. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Booked the campsite, you know, like a like a week and a half or something, or two weeks before we were gonna go. They had to evacuate Yosemite, and then they the campsite had to cancel our reservation. Hmm. And then and then like about a week later or something, or maybe four or five days later, it they like lifted it again. And we're like, oh okay, I guess we'll still go. <laughs> Yeah. Like all these crazy fires going on up in smoke. Yeah, so we heard on the trail, I mean, just just by word of mouth that there were that there was a lot of smoke back here in San Francisco uh d during the first week that we were out there. Um and then we heard at one point that it was happening in Yosemite. And so you know, suddenly it's, you know, uh, it one thing we definitely did not think about is, you know, what happens if the end point of this trip is on fire and we don't know how to get in touch with the people getting us out of it. <laughs> yeah, no service. Scary. Yeah. It was like something was written on a napkin. It's like, meet us here at 9 a.m., you know, <laughs> on, at this day. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, so we're actually going to be blaring um, an Alamora song right now. Um, oh, cool. And uh, so... What I was going to say, so I, I have those candies. They're on the way. They, m they should be arriving at your doorstep any minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I uh, thank you so much. And like I, I said, um, we would love to take you guys out um, to St. Mary's Pub or a, a vegetarian um, meal at, uh, what's it called, the Flying Pig Bistro. Mm. Um, See, so the good thing is yeah. the, uh, the alcohol at St. Mary's is typically vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> typically, except for the typically, we could have the know, do the Bloody Marys. Uh, 
I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right. But I think so. Maria, if you're listening and can call in. No <laughs> <problem>. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, gosh, it was, a, it was such a great, great, um, thanks for calling in. And uh, those candies are, are on their way. And oh, if you want to meet us at St. Mary's later, you can. If not, um, let's meet up soon. I miss you guys. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right. I'll talk call to you, you soon. All right. Cool. No Thank you. Nice Bye. All right. All right. So we we are teleporting. We're teleporting back to the Yosemite from the Bay Area, <laughs> and we're going to be blasting Neil um, from Nalamora. Just calling uh, a band called Nalamora, and this song is called uh, "The Munchies."
That is Nalamora Law here on MutinyRadio.fm. Um, got somebody just won a box of candies, and I'm sitting back here at Mutiny Radio in the Mission District with um, two St. Mary's regulars here, Jinx and the Chosen One. And, um, yeah, so we're, we're back here in the Yosemite. You guys have just had a couple days um, in your Yosemite trip, and you realize that there is a giant blaze so I mean it, but the the thing that actually kind of like maybe a bit of a like nature head fake is like first we're told like hey there's this blaze there you, you might like you know you might run into problems then we get to Kennedy Meadows which you know I'm assuming that most of your listeners have no idea what that place is so it's this weird Timbuktu like, Yosemite it's well it's <laughs> it's not actually in Yosemite it's 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 um kind of like in the middle of Sonora Pass it's a really cool place it's this like kind of camping outdoorsy resort sort of place that it's the resupply place yeah. where you send your package for the second week but like it's it was fun though there was like a saloon there there was a restaurant like we just we got it was a day of being back in civilization which meant very drunk yeah um, <laughs> they had a great little saloon but so like as we're there you know, I'm I'm doing my due diligence and, and looking up, um, you know, what the fire situation is. And at that point, you know, all I'm seeing are like, you know, 120 is opening back up. Like, uh, you know, um, orders for evacuation are being lifted. Like, it's looking to to us like, hey, everything's gonna be fine. You know, we've gone from you know me having to call you up. And say, like, please check on this every day and contact us through the inReach, which if you don't know what an inReach is, it's the satellite communication device that allows you to, um, you know, like, uh, stay in contact with people while you're in the you wilderness. You can text by satellite. Like artificial intelligence. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, the, you're just really counting on it. I mean, like, you're really counting on that. To, I mean, you're, it might not even work. I mean, like, you're just there in the middle of nowhere. There's this fire. You have this thing that might potentially work, but it at that point you're you're testing it out you don't even know if it's a for sure thing that even works i mean well well the thing is though like this is and actually if anyone out there is really interested in backpacking and doing um, long trips this is something that people use pretty frequently and has become very popular because it, it is somewhat reliable but the thing is though like you know there are times where it's like you message someone and you won't get a response for a long time so it's kind of like you know sometimes you 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 message people and you hear back right away sometimes you message people and you don't hear from them for like 12 hours so it's kind of like okay is this you know is this like is there some sort of weird like aspect to the technology where it's where it takes time sometimes but other times not or, or the thing is, is it has an SOS button so if you are surrounded by fire or angry bears, you can <laughs> hit the SOS button and you can get rescued. Or if you break something. So I would definitely <laughs> recommend to anyone anyone who's interested in doing especially a longer trip backpacking, you know, you can buy them, you can rent them. Like, very, very useful to have, though. Um, but, you know, so I'm thinking, like, hey, am I going to have to tell Justin, like, make sure that you know we are in contact every day like i need you to look up like the fire conditions so that we know what we're getting ourselves into but then i see in kennedy meadows like it looks like everything's dying down so i'm like oh no we're fine and then you know a few days later we we actually we just get into like yosemite park at this place called uh, lake dorothy 
Dorothy Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're like, you know what? You know, maybe we want to go a little bit faster than, than we had initially planned. Like, we, we think we can shave a day off this. I think we're, like, you know, we, we kind of want to do that. So, uh, you know, let's just, you know, message Justin and see if that's okay, like, to do one day shorter. Because, you know, we had made, like, you know, the two of us had made those, like, okay, meet me at the Tuolumne Meadows post office at noon on, what, like, you know, September 2nd or yeah. whatever. Um, it's like you wrote it on a napkin and gave it to me, you know? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, see there? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so, and you know. Fortunately, you were nice enough, thank you again, to, to want to come out a day early or, like, you know, pick us up a day early. So. Yeah, so this is funny, and I'm so glad I, I got to have Neil and Alexa call in because at this point in time, when we're, you know, when the fire's happening and you're getting there a day early, in that interim, the the site had been evacuated. And then I'm just like, well, this site's evacuated. You guys are going to be there a day early, so it doesn't right. matter anyways. We don't need this. And then, and then it got re, not evacuated. So they were saying, so it was evacuated. This thing, that this park that or this campsite that we booked, it got evacuated. And then it got not evacuated. So in that interim, I, uh, when you said a day early, I was like, oh, that's no big deal. And so I ran into somebody. And I saw that they had their hair dyed pink. I'm like, holy shit, you know, I'm like, we're in a pandemic. And I don't know. I mean, like, I'm just working from home. I'm not getting in front of anyone right now. And so I was like, hey, you know, who who dyed your hair? And she's like, oh, this person. And so I made an appointment to basically dye my hair purple. <laughs> 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 so I, uh, so you said you're going to be there a day early. It didn't matter because the site had been evacuated. But then it got non-evacuated. And then you guys are going to be there a day early. So then I went to get my hair dyed purple um, and ended up sitting there for seven hours. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, this is ridiculous. That's how long it takes for uh, yeah. So you got, you were for you purple. Yeah, I don't know. Well, my hair is pretty dark, like naturally. Right. Uh, so... I, I would like to clarify, though, for the <laughs> audience that may be listening, that his purple hair was spectacular. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> like, not at all, like, you know, I mean, the kind of spectacular where you've been in the woods for two weeks and you're looking at it thinking, wow, how much has changed since we left? So this is, uh, this is Monday, so, or Sunday. So I was going to pick you guys up the, um, on the second, but then it turned to the first. And so you guys are kind of wrapping up. You're, you're you know, you're in your trip. Um, you're meeting all these people on the the camping. There's other people camping with you, right? What was that like? I just can't imagine. Well, there's a few people out there. There, w I mean, definitely more the first half of the trip, like especially when you know, like so. Actually, we saw more bell cows and <laughs> and deer <laughs> and deer that stare at you when you pee. Oh my God, they um, really do that. Then we did people. To be honest, because it's late in the season for backpackers to be yeah. heading north and doing long, long treks. But, uh, you know, unexpectedly, there were like many cows with bells on. <laughs> but I mean, there, bells. there definitely cow were bells. like the first week of the trip, you know, especially because there's there's these like two days of it that you're on the same trail as the Tahoe Rim Trail. And there's like a lot of people apparently out doing that right now. So. You know, we were yeah. we stayed at this place called Showers Lake, and you know we were hanging out with these random people, like the guy that I randomly ran into at 
the car rental place who asked me like how to get how to get a permit and you know when we when we both took off like you know he was just like see you on the trail i'm thinking yeah bullshit um and lo and behold like two days later we absolutely run into this guy hanging out like on a lake wow yeah that was weird i mean plenty of weird people out on the trail plenty yes like (laughs) grateful a man who had discovered a philosophy was it grateful or gratitude I think it was gratitude. I think it was grateful. I remember he 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 had a flag that you know. I mean, it's. Okay. I mean, gratitude. I guess is is grateful. So. I mean, the uh, <laughs> grateful, but like you know, he was like uh, he had sort of like the Grateful Dead flag, you know, in the back and it strung on his pack. But he had found a philosophy, and he just kind of smiled and floated around and was going to try and do the entire trail, which is the entire trail is. Well, he said was it like up to chester chesterfield something like that like he basically was going to do like half oh but he had come from from pretty far south he had been on the trail for five months yeah sounds like a country western it does but (laughs) so we met this other guy who had been on the trail for like a similar amount of time like literally just on this like high mountain like we're what like somewhere over nine thousand feet right we see this guy like with his dog and like the truth be told he looked a little haggard but montana (laughs) <laughs> that was his name mt right mt although i think we just i mean really we just thought of him as the jesus guy from then on because like literally walks up to us and he had found like, god yeah, cool kid or and, and started out with like a couple of packs of ramen and two dollars and two dollars and i mean and so like a you ramen know, that and was two dollars like, yeah two packs of ramen two dollars and he had a dog with him who was absolutely adorable but um the you doggy. know the th- you know, he was just kind of like, like, yeah, man, this this trip has be- all been about faith for me. And, like, you know, I start talking about Jesus to us and all this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Jesus. Um, he had turned over so control, and it was so working for him. I know we yeah, got a lot I of mean, dogs. like, yeah. great. Good for you, dude. <laughs> we have a bunch of dog lovers out there. I know there's a bunch of dog lovers. I'm just curious because I feel like I want to get a visual. I'm seeing this guy. He's got two things of ramen and two dollars in his pocket he's got this dog <laughs> well no but it's he had, like okay also should be pointed out like this guy also had like a pack and had everything he needed with him and according to him it really was just like he would just ask people if he could work for them whatever he just like found whatever way he possibly could to sustain himself right he had turned over control and he was making it and he had somebody had bought him had given him work and bought him hiking boots and you know he had built real gear that protects you from from nothing so he he was well beyond the packs yeah. of ramen and uh and like two dollars it's yeah. it's kind of yeah. like that dude yeah, that's that right yeah he's a tin man <laughs> that should have been his name that should have been you know so what is a what's the deal with the the dog i'm just was it a toto dog was it like a no no, no, no it, was a, it was it was it was like a big husky looking yeah. thing i mean it wasn't a husky it was some, some kind of thing. Visual absolutely with, beautiful. with the big this guy sounds you know, like a cartoon like character light blue eyes with the huge pupils I mean, he there there was something very caricaturish about this guy, but that most being said, people out there are sort of like a yeah. cartoon character. Like the other guy we were talking about before, I really, really wanted him just once to Grateful. say to us, "Dave's not here, man." Like, I mean, that's just kind of the like the type of person he was. But you know, like he floated. Yeah, but he was. They both of those people. I mean, yeah, pretty much everyone we actually spent any significant time talking to out there was was very nice. There was. Snickers and future problems. It's uh, funny we just played some butt problems. Couscous. That's right. And butt problems is <laughs> that a music video is hilarious. 
these names are just so funny. I remember the first time I heard one of these names, I, I met someone and I was a kid, and, I met this guy, and he said, he shook his hand, I shook this guy's hand, and he said, I said, my name's, you know, J.W., and they, his, he said his name was Promise. Right. And that was back in the olden days when you shook people's hands. I remember that that feeling. I was just like, "What?" <laughs> 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 Trailblazer names. Or anyone that knows that we got a Jinx and uh, Chosen One here. St. Mary's regulars. Um, yeah, yeah. They got a Bloody Mary mix. They got Swanky Dive Bar here. Now they're calling it Bernal Heights. It's hilarious. Um, now, but um, you guys are on this trail. We have some interesting characters on the uh, the trail uh, you yeah. can't have a campfire because you're tr- running from one of the biggest blazes <laughs> in like in a <laughs> while and uh, and y- this this guy that you met um, what was his name again which one oh that was uh, oh that was that was that oh was Montana Montana, Montana. Yeah. so we got Montana and his husky dog <laughs> right with a two dollars like super excited oh, it's a puppy, puppy. Oh, large strong that puppy. changes things I have a different visual yeah, we're like we're up on this like you know like you know the side of this mountain up over like nine thousand feet and there's this dog who just wants to play with people like overlooking kind of the <laughs> steep like relief strong next to it super strong dog yeah that that dog absolutely could have pulled him he was he was a <laughs> grown man like definitely that dog could have pulled him down the mountain if he really wanted to yeah so i mean i could imagine i mean the other people on this trail are you guys are all kind of in this together in a, a similar situation and that kind of i just was there ever a time where you thought like holy shit is this whole place gonna fucking burn the ground? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah times, or yeah. or how do we get out of here yeah. i remember you know when when this was happening i remember thinking i was like whoa shit i'm like because that was the plan obviously to pick you guys up on the second and then i remember the fires happening so everyone back in san francisco you know i was going through something similar we had the air quality is just crap and you guys are just you know you're maybe you know halfway a little more than halfway through your trip and um you have this thing this device that you might as well just you may be a genie in a bottle. You don't even know if this thing is going to work. <laughs> and you're trying to, you're sending a message and you don't even know that's happening. And so I remember thinking, um, I was just like, yeah, I'm like, I hope you're all right. I was like, I was ready to just get up and go if I n- at any moment. And so. Um, Which is really good to hear, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like when you meet, and so everyone out there, you know, listening, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the whole bar thing. I mean, I don't know. And we were talking about it, you know, on the way back from the trip. But the when you meet someone at a bar, you know that they drink, right? <laughs> 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 so I mean, what what kind of level of a drinking problem does this person have? You're kind of, th- I mean, <laughs> everyone in the back of their head, you know, because everyone has a, you know, whatever. You know, when you remember you had too many, you know. <laughs> right. And so you're thinking, you meet this guy, this person, at a bar, and you're basically counting on that they're going to rescue you. In the <laughs> middle of this fire, in a pandemic. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a, in a weird. I know we had talked about this <laughs> like one of the last nights. Um, but you know the. So the like kind of at least in my mind like the two biggest characters we met through this whole thing were that dude Montana who was like talking all about faith and then like that dude, grateful gratitude. <laughs> that guy. Um, it was all about like just being grateful for the experience, bro. Like, um, and 
it was kind of like with the way everything kind of went down, it was kind of had to have this faith that you were going to get through it. Like, yeah, like, yeah, there's a bunch of fires like right over the horizon. Like I'm going to be fine. Hey, there's a lightning strike like right over the, uh, the, the pastor of us like i'm gonna be fine hey justin somehow gonna magically find us whether 120 is open or not i have faith in this so like in a weird way like like those everything two characters, uh, uh everything uh, right happened after we met grateful uh, yeah it was really <laughs> weird yeah. yeah everything uh fell into fell into line grateful yeah. i mean but <laughs> nothing really particular it, it was like so many things could have gone wrong on this trip but it, I feel like nothing really went wrong, like which is pretty spectacular. I don't know. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I yeah. mean, I, th- I, I think we, I think we made it, uh, we made it through. But like you said, it was on all this. Uh, there were some loose connections, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I mean, what, like what you just set up. Like, is this dude gonna show up? Yeah, uh, and so you guys are here, and you're just you're thinking that in your head. You have this. Like we were talking about might as well be genie in a, bo- a genie in a bottle that this that you could actually get a hold of someone right um our campsite had been evacuated and not evacuated and so you guys are about 12 days along on this two week trip that you s- can't or you made a day before yeah so i was going to teleport back because you guys are in this semi we're going to teleport back to the bay area i'm actually going to be i'm driving to get my hair Dyed purple, <laughs> and so we're gonna be blaring this new uh, single um, by Carly Mari. I had her on the show uh, a couple months ago, and this is her latest single. It's called "Never in Tune," and um, here it is, Mutiny Radio. All I need is a good look within Should I wait for your acid to cure my depression Though I'm not sure you know what that is Narcissism's a little different
That is Carly Mari. That song just dropped today. And uh, she's playing this slammer hammer guitar, and I thought it was the only one that had a slammer hammer guitar. I remember even, yeah. Don't even know what that means. It's uh, It looks like a, it's not a squire, but it looks like a squire, but it's, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so, yeah, so back in San Francisco, I am getting ready to dye my hair purple. <laughs> I'm sitting back, and, I mean, I have really, I'm a natural brunette. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm getting my hair bleached, um, and I'm sitting down. I have a hard time sitting still. I know you can probably just tell just, just sitting down in this booth with you guys. Um I can't I have a hard time sitting still. So I mean to sit there for seven hours like is like torturous. Seven hours in the chair, huh? In the chair. Wow. Yeah. That does sound bad. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. That's like a seven hour airplane flight or something like that. Yeah, it's like going to New York. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um except at least, you know, you can go to sleep on the plane. <laughs> but um so I'm sitting there and so I'm going out so at this point, it is August 31st. It just happens to be Van Morrison's birthday. Don't tell me how I know that. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm crying. I'm so after this, seven hours of sitting, um, my hair, I, I get on the road and head out to the Yosemite immediately after that. What I thought was the Yosemite, but what we had actually booked in this camping set that I booked was called the Yosemite Recreational Campsite, but it was actually in Groveland. <laughs> 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 and so I'm sitting here and I'm just I'm thinking about you guys because I know that you're running from the fire. You're there for a day early already. And so I um, I roll up to this site with Neil and Alexa with purple hair. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you get, you'd said that, um, yeah. So the, the plan was, and before I got it, was to meet you guys at the mail the post office. Right. And what was the name of that city in the middle of nowhere? Tuolumne Meadows. Right. Tuolumne Meadows at nine o'clock, and so according to my, you know, GPS, it was going to take, you know, an hour to get there. So I wake up on September first, um, and <laughs> I get on the road, and there was a two minute. So at this point, everyone that's listening just now, the service is so spotty. It's just so spotty. Right. Might as well just say a prayer. You know, I mean, like, there's no way. So, the uh, you're on the, I'm on the road, and I just get on the road, and for about two minutes, I had service. And in that two minutes, I got your text saying, hey, we're going to be ready a little bit earlier. That was a satellite well, text, by the way. It was a satellite text. Also, we, sh we should back up a little bit, though, and, and kind of, like, really lay the foundation for why this was kind of so precarious. Um, so, like... In so Tuolumne Meadows is kind of like the one other like major section of, of Yosemite, um, and highly trafficked. Highly trafficked. So it's like there are shuttle buses that go between the two, um, but especially this time of year, especially with the park like having having less people in it, only goes one time a day. So it's kind of like, and that's in the morning. So either if, you know if you need to get to the rest of the, like you know it's the actual village. Like, you need to take it that one time in the morning. So, you know, we we were also, like, or so I was anyway. Like, I was a little bit concerned because, so in order in order for you, like, you know, remember, in order for you to, like, even get in, like, we had to get you a permit. 
to get in that day. Which for the second, which is for which is for the second, which is the day after we're all trying to do this. So I'm sitting there because Yosemite Rangers are kind of jerks, and I'm thinking like I can absolutely see them being like, "Hell no, you're not coming in here. That's that's for tomorrow. Sorry." So and then hopefully also, there's no uh, Yosemite Rangers listening. I mean, you guys are wonderful, and I love you. <laughs> I think no, like, yeah. it's as as the uh, Tahoe Basin management guy said, it's about 50-50. Like, you got about a coin flip chance of them being nice or being an absolute jerk. Right. They just see a lot. They see a lot of people. Oh, a so jerk seems people pretty, pretty nice for Muni Radio. Call <laughs> 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 a jerk. <laughs> well, to be fair, those guys have to deal with a lot of bullshit. Like, so if they have to be jerks, like, I think it's totally warranted. But, you know, but it also means that you never really know – so like I'm I'm thinking of the scenario in my mind like coming up to this like okay it's possible that these rangers are going to are going to turn Justin away and we won't be able to like you know he won't be able to pick us up and then because of the fact that there is no reception for a very long time that you wouldn't be able to tell us that you couldn't pick us up <laughs> And then we'd be waiting so long that we'd miss the bus and then we'd be stuck in Tuolumne Meadows with, like, no way of getting out, nowhere we're able to camp, and nowhere to buy food. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Standing that's in front of a post office that doesn't look like a post office. It so. literally burns <laughs> – uh, sorry, it gets destroyed every year, and they haven't rebuilt it this year because of COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, all this is, is going on, and – you know, the service magically happens to work when I'm leaving this place in Groveland that's an hour away, <laughs> according to the GPS, with no service. And I have service for about two minutes. In that two minutes, I was able to receive your text from a satellite <laughs> and then respond to it <laughs> saying I was on the way. Right. And so I was in Groveland. I was heading out. And... um you know, I had I felt like I had plenty of gas in my my tank at the time. I had like a couple, couple things. So I mean, so I I got the text, your text at 7:45 when I left. The where plan was to meet at the post office at 9 a.m. I got your text saying you're gonna be early, and I'm looking at it, I'm like I'll show up right at nine if I hit no traffic or nothing, which I imagine because we're in the middle of nowhere. Why would I hit any traffic? Right. So I get on the road. I tell you, luckily, I was able to tell you I was on the way, and so I get in. It's it's about um. So an hour and 10 minutes later, so I leave at 7.45 a.m. on the morning of September 1st. I get on the road, and at about an hour later, 8.45 or 8.50, I make a left-hand turn to where you guys to pick you up, and it said that it was 40 miles. <laughs> <laughs> so in the process from that, it was um, because it, there was a fire, there was these rangers that were monitoring how many people could go at once. So I had already stopped twice for for them to let people go. So that's already time that I spent that. I'm like, oh wow, it's it's 8:50. I have no service. The we were gonna be there. I was gonna be there at nine. Um, I have I have a pass that you know. Luckily they let me in. Just for the next day. <laughs> yeah, for, for the next day. I'm just like, yeah, you know what is that? I yeah. So. I was able to get through that, but then I'm looking at my freaking gas tank, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, I might not even, I, I'll barely make it there. And so I roll up, and I, at this point, this is just so, for me, it's just so in my mind. Like, you guys are in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm -hmm. You're just in the middle of the desert or Yosemite. There's a blazing fire, and you're just, you're there. You're just sitting on the gravel, and you're just like, God, man, like I, 
And uh, yeah. I just can't imagine, like, so when I roll up, what are you guys thinking? Are you just like, whoa, is, are you just like? Well, I mean. Well, I mean, so we're at the end of a 150-mile trip. We're, like, ready to come off the trail. Ready to go home, ready for a shower, ready to like ready to eat some whatever. real fucking food. Real food. And a beer, you know? Yeah, or a St. bunch Mary's of beers. Yeah. yeah. Or St. Mary's. And uh so yeah, we were thinking about that the whole way. And we were waiting and the the one thing we had was the text that you sent that came back in that little window you had that said, On my way. But Which? then the time started ticking yeah. away. And we didn't see we we didn't see you yeah. at nine or what or or whatever. So, so yeah, we, we were thinking. Yeah, hmm. we, we were just the hopes were dwindling. <laughs> hopes were dwindling. It looked bleak. Well, and I think we got to about <laughs> half an hour before that one bus of the day actually shows up. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like do we do we have to start thinking about getting on that bus? And if we do, is Justin going to know where the fuck we are? Like. I don't know why I just whispered that, but yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. The other thing, though, that that definitely should be said is that you know, because because you guys had that one more um, night reservation, the campground, and I think I just said to Jinx at one point, walking over the post office, like, man, like, I, wouldn't it be like I don't want to, I don't want to like rush, you know, Justin out of out of his vacation, but like, wouldn't it be nice if you wanted to go back today? Yeah, so we roll up. I roll up. Hopes are dwindling. My gas tank <laughs> doesn't even have a bar on it anymore. I have no like, you know, have my my ga- my tank is empty basically. I roll up and you guys are just there and it just like you guys were just in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and I could see it like we roll up and just like man, you know, they look like they just been abandoned here <laughs> or something. You know? I mean, like thinking, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Actually, and I think you mistook that look for like because I think the first thing. Uh, I thought when you rolled up was, oh my god, look at that fucking shade of purple. <laughs> yeah, so that that's funny because I I didn't get a chance to tell you that obviously. Why am I gonna? You're sending you text message to a satellite. What am I gonna say that I dyed my hair purple? I'm gonna warn you. Doesn't seem like my hair is purple. <laughs> so I roll up and um maybe I met you know Jinx you know one time before, but I mean he wasn't gonna recognize me with his purple hair. Right, I roll right. out in the middle of nowhere to yeah. pick them up with purple hair. Uh-huh. And I realize that I don't have enough gas to go back the other way right. to where, the, where the campsite is. Yeah. So it made more sense to go the other way through the Sonora Pass where the whole time we're just dreaming about just sitting back at Mary's with a cold one. Absolutely. Um, I believe the out. first dr- – oh, yeah. I was going to say <laughs> the first dream was in and out. Like, I mean, definitely that, like, Mary's was the long-term game. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we almost um, – at one point um, – thought about going to in and out in Nevada because it was a little bit closer, but it was the other direction. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, like, still I think the thing that, you know, strikes me um, the most from that ride back, um, other than that moment where we're going, like, around that corner where, like, the steep drop-off, and you're like, hey, do you guys enjoy this? Like, um, other than that part. Uh, but, like, driving through Sonora Pass, um, like, uh, and realizing just like how smoky it was, like it was so yeah, bad. Yeah, the it smoke like, was we had to back. Close the windows, like yeah, like um, and you know, just thinking as as we're going through this area that you know that we had just hiked through a week before, yep. thinking like shit, if this had been a week, ag- like you know, if this had happened a week ago, we would have had to leave. Like we couldn't have done this. That's, that's right. What I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember just uh, 
you know, because I, I really, you know, sitting in a chair for that long, and I remember just finally getting back, and so that, that trip, and just being this smoky thing, and just finally being back, and having a cold beer at Mary's, <laughs> or by, <laughs> by Mary's, um, that was, that was a hell of a story. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, thank you so much because we absolutely yes. would not have been able to do that trip had you not. Again, thank you. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, like, after you saw 40 more miles and smoke and no <laughs> can, like no reservation at the campsite or, or, or whatever or being uncertain about the evacuation and the no evacuation and then making it out there to that shack of a post office. <laughs> out in the middle, middle of, of like you said, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Couple you of could guys make with this up if you tried. Couple of guys you, with backpacks and uh, one guy with purple hair. This is a real story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this actually really happened. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having um, us. Yeah. And, thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, and um, you know, St. Mary's Pub, they have a uh, some they beers. Have some, they have some beers, but they also <laughs> have some outdoor seating now. Um, yes, they got they everything. That's right. Yeah. They have a couple of uh, nice benches along uh, Crescent. Yeah, some some picnic tables. It's <laughs> great. We got the merch. We got the Bloody Mary mix, and um, we are actually going to be playing a Tiki Desk concert um, coming up here next. Um, this is a Dream Beamer, and actually they actually uh, came through this uh, this last Sunday and played a set. So. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. This is uh, Dream Beamer, Mutiny Radio FM, Tiki Desk Concerts. And um, stay strong out there, y'all. I say y'all. <laughs> Maybe I just spent too much time thinking about the Yosemite. <laughs> What's up, uh, everybody on the interwebs and in San Francisco? It's a really beautiful day here um, on top of JW's roof. Uh, we're going to do a Tiki Desk concert. Um, I'm Dream Beamer. Uh, I'm going to start with a cover.
as um... oh that's so cool I, I fully ripped it off from somebody on YouTube so like thank you it's there <laughs> yeah song is like it's really simple and I kind of wrote it stream of conscious which is not usually the thing for me because I'm very much an overthinker um, but this was kind of all in one shot and I played it for some friends and they were this song is great I this makes me feel good warm and fuzzy so this is my like song um, for, for, for my friends I guess. <laughs> sense when time exists again when you know um, my band and I will, will be 
doing some recording, and this song is um, also going to be in that group of songs. I'm not the only person in the world. 
What's up, uh, everybody on the interwebs and in San Francisco? It's a really beautiful day here um, on top of JW's roof. Uh, we're going to do a Tiki Desk concert. Um, I'm Jane Beamer. Uh, I'm going to start with a cover. Just break down Waiting 
guys. Um, oh, that's so cool. I, I fully ripped it off from somebody on YouTube, so like, thank you. It's there. <laughs> yeah, it's song is like it's really simple and I kind of wrote it stream of conscious which is not usually the thing for me because I'm very much an overthinker um but this was kind of all in one shot and I played it for some friends and they were this song is great I this makes me feel good warm and fuzzy so this is my like song um for 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 my friends I guess. <laughs> sense when time exists again when you know um, my band and I will, will be doing some recording and this song is um, 
Hey, everybody, you're listening to MutinyRadio.fm. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being with us here. We have Open Mic Comedy starting at 6 o'clock. It's going to be outside. It's going to be clean. That will be incredibly exciting for all of us. And then at 7 o'clock, we have the Showcase, which I'm so excited about. We've got Zach Zimmerman coming in from the East Bay to tickle your funny bone and whatever other bones you want to tickle. All right. Thanks for listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in .sf. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Test, test, Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 
are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it. And don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance 